0: What's up, guys? It's Hannah from the She HH Podcast team. Welcome back to the She HH Podcast, where we interview women in Christian music all over the world. In this episode, we'll be speaking with singer-songwriter Chris. She shares about the beauty and challenges of being a bilingual artist partnering with Elevation Worship and her debut album, Juntos. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at SheHH Podcast and join in the conversation. Thanks for tuning in.
1: Hi, Chris. Thank you so much for joining the SheHH Podcast. I would love for you, I mean, I just said your name, but I would love for you to introduce yourself to everyone who's watching or listening.
0: Yes. Well, hi. Thank you so much for having me. My name is Chris. Also, well, my full name is Crystal Osorio. Um, I am currently based in Los Angeles, uh, but my family is Cuban. I was born in Miami. I was raised in Puerto Rico, and then I oh, lived wow. in Florida for a bit. And now, you know, I'm on the opposite coast, so <laughs> from coast to coast. But here we are, yes. and so happy to be here. <laughs> nice,
1: nice. And you've been an artist. Well, according to Spotify, you've been an artist since 2017, making amazing music in both English and Spanish. We love a bilingual sister. Let us know what it's like to be a bilingual artist.
0: (laughs) Well, I think uh, my artistry is just a reflection of who I am. So it's like I am a bilingual like at heart and that's what my home has always been. Like we would speak Spanglish at home, you know, like sometimes people ask me, what's your first language? And it's so hard, because I'm like, I feel like I flow in both. And some days I can't express myself in just one. So I'm going back and forth. And you just need to keep track, you know, that was kind of like a deal breaker. (laughs) When I got married, I was like, husband so are you down for me to go like spanish english the whole thing um but yeah so i i am bilingual and all of the richness of the latin culture that's in me i feel like music is the outlet for me to um not hold back or just express a part of who i am you know Mm -hmm. living in the u.s Uh, But also with all of the influences I've had, because my family's um, Hispanic and traveling Latin America and like my heart for Latin America, I can pour that into my music as well. So it's really awesome. I
1: love that. Oh, that's so I love that. You know, when it's like the richness of the culture has actually influenced your musical journey. Um, Mm -hmm. What has it been like in terms of being an artist? Did you when you were a child, you were like, mom and dad, I'm going to be. Up there singing, or was it kind of later on in your life that you thought, yeah, this is where God is calling me to?
0: Yeah, for sure. Growing up, it was very evident that that was what I was inclined to do. Like, it was like, I feel like I was born to do it. And in a lot of ways, it didn't even come from me. Like, my family is so musical. So, I woke up to the sound of music in my home all the time. Like my mom studied music and she is an incredible like singer and pianist. And my dad is like a percussionist and he had like a salsa bands back in the day. So like our family gatherings were literally consisted of all of us just getting together and singing all the time. So I feel like the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Right. So, um, yeah,
1: exactly. but from,
0: from all the siblings though, and like, from my family I'm the only one that actually like pursued it as a career which is so interesting because I feel like anybody could have had the potential to, to do that you know and I do have family that works more behind the scenes of the industry or is connected to it but like I'm the one like at the forefront but my family has been so supportive because they I think they've seen that like before I even yeah. decided to pursue it or like study it in college like um, I have an uncle, he always called me like Miss Hollywood, like growing up, which he didn't yeah. even realize like he was prophesying it because now, he was I'm prophesying. Like, now yeah. I live in Hollywood, like I live in, well, not in Hollywood, but you know, just 15 minutes away. So it's, it's one of those things where, yeah, like God, God was so kind and gracious and just like, kind of always showing me that that was what, you know, little confirmations, little things in life. And then eventually, you know, more than a dream and, you know, something I wanted to yeah. do as a career, it was more like, oh my God, I'm called to do this. And this is my ministry. And it became more personal. And then I just, I studied it. I, I decided, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this well. So like, I went to school for music, I studied it, I spent hours and hours and, and still do, you know, practicing. It's, it's not something yeah. that you, you just arrive to this, like, and and now I'm done learning, like, I feel like all the time, I'm just like refining, you know, the gift yeah. of um, making music, whether that's songwriting or singing or, you know, worship leading or even pastoring and all of the things, you know, there's, there's just so many hats you wear um, when, yeah. when you do this, it's not a regular job, but I'm thankful
1: no i love that you everything you said i was just like oh i feel this i feel this but there was one thing you mentioned that um i wanted to touch on you said that you knew that once that this was a calling this was a ministry that god had called you into you had to do it well so you know you studied music you put all your time and effort into it and that's honestly something in one of the questions we had that we have noticed like everything is excellent like excellent great like there's a real spirit of excellence that goes everything we've seen from the music to the writing to, and obviously it's really difficult because we're not Spanish speakers. And yet we're like, this is great. You know, the sounds of this is great. I'm like, I'm sure the stuff is like really biblical and stuff, but like, it sounds good. <laughs> and, then <you> also, <laughs> and then you also have um, the visuals as well. So we have like gone through your mm-hmm. Instagram, gone through the music videos mm-hmm. and stuff, and everything has a um, real air of excellence. Like it's not bad quality or you know just kind of fuzzy that will just pass. And I think that is something that we really wanted to praise you. So it's not really a question. Uh it's really just Mm -hmm. to praise you. Um and I just kind of wanted to ask um how important that is to what you do. You know, that kind of um giving your best and being excellent in what you do. How has that like driven you in what you do?
0: I think it's everything. Like if I'm not gonna do it well, then I'm not gonna do it at all. Like, even if there's times where I feel like I'm not giving a hundred, like I'll just kind of like take a breather, eat some yeah. tacos, go <laughs> watch a movie. I don't know, like get out of the studio and then come back to it with a fresh mind. Because I think like this should never feel like uh, like this like heavy burden to carry. Like to me, it's not so much that I have to do this, but it's like I get to. And I I mm-hmm. constantly remind myself. Um, that it is a privilege because it's literally using my biggest passion in life and like the the gift of creativity and the creator of the world created us to create, you know, in whatever capacity that is. So if I'm going to make something for him, I want it to be something that brings honor to him and ultimately points people back to him. So if it's something that like doesn't isn't excellent, then I feel like it doesn't reflect who God is, you know what I mean? So I think that's the heart behind everything I create. And that's why I take my time to do it. Like people only see the results, people only see like the release or, you know, when the music video drops, but they don't see like the countless hours and months, years that it takes to really prepare so that what you're releasing into the world is something like, worthy of, of God, you know, yeah. worthy of, of people looking at it and being like, Oh, this is different. And it's, it's excellent. And it, you know, yeah. elevates. like, I, I always want to set the bar high. And it's not about perfection, because sometimes I'll hear or see things I did in the past. And I'm like, Oh, like, <laughs> that was rough. But I'm also like, that's a part of my journey. And in that moment, mm-hmm. it was my most excellent effort. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like growth is not so much comparing yourself to others, but comparing yourself to how you did yesterday or a year ago or five, 10 years ago and watching yourself evolve and kind of more and more, just like your excellence is, and your capacity to create that is even greater. So you keep going there and you keep giving whatever that is to you, whatever the 100% is to you, that is excellent. And so I feel like I'm, I'm proud and happy in the best sense of the word that me and my husband have the same heart with that too you know like we're both kind of almost to the extent where we could be perfectionists sometimes and we're like a song could be done and it could be great and we're like oh, I don't know and that's when we bring in like other ears and other friends that yeah. we trust and they're like you guys you're overthinking it so there's also that balance where it's like we're excellent and we want things to be great but great and excellent isn't perfect and so I I wanted to make the set the difference because it it really is sometimes we get stuck in our head and then we just never step out and and kind of release things or put yourself out there because you're like oh it's not perfect and it doesn't have to be perfect for it to be excellent so that's good.
1: It doesn't have to be perfect for it to be excellent. Oh, wow. That's a real word. Um, and I think as Christian creatives, like artists and anything that we do, sometimes be in the bid to want to bring excellence um, as a kind of, you know, uh, offering to God in our, in our art, we kind of overdo it with the procrastination and with the it's not perfect, it's not there. So even just you saying that is so like so enriching even just to me just to hear that like even if I put my best at this and I've worked really hard it may not be perfect but it still can be excellent so if you didn't say that for anyone else you said it for me so thank you thank you very much love you (laughs) thank you so much I mean you mentioned your husband and I love how you're just saying this in passing but your husband's also an artist and um it's all it's featured in a lot of books yeah, it's featured <laughs> in quite a few of your songs, um, and you're defo one artist that loves a good collab. So I was putting my questions together, and I was like, okay, which of the many artists should I name that you've collabed with? But I just go with two for now. Other than your husband, you've collabed with Evan Kraft. You collabed with Tommy Royale in in your recent um single yes. um, ahí estás tú, and literally. I said I'm not Spanish. I tried. I tried a little bit. I tried. <laughs> um, thank you. Um, and so I just wanted to kind of ask about your process of collaboration. How do you find who you want to collab or how do they find you? And how do you make it happen, especially in a lot of these lockdowns that we've been having?
0: Yeah, I think now that is so accessible for artists. Mm-hmm. Like before it was like, you know, the formalities of like, my people will talk to your people. And, you know, it could take so long to kind of create the direct contact and with, each and every one of these like I could say we've become friends like whether we were friends before or you know I reached out to you to collaborate and now we're homies and like I'm in town we hang out we go grab food you know like Tommy's our boy um and we met him through the collaboration because he's from Florida and I lived in Orlando for a time so I texted the demo of "Ah, to my friend um and she I was like hey hear it do you hear like anybody in it and she had mentioned Tommy to me before, and she kind of like compared his tone and his style to this artist called Bad Bunny. I don't know if you know who he is, but oh, yeah, he's like yeah, pretty yeah. big. <laughs> and so I was like, "Ooh, like Bad Bunny just has a really cool swag and stuff." Like, yeah, course, yeah. I don't agree with everything he represents, but he he definitely has undeniable talent. And Tommy, yeah, I yeah. feel like, uh, is a Like he kind of replicates that in the Christian realm, you know, like, and I love what he stands for. So like, I was like, ooh, I love the swag, his tone, his color, his style. I was like, great. And he loved the song. So sure enough, he just like jumped on it. And it was like a really quick turnaround. He sent us his part, like, I think a week later. And then uh, I recorded my video here in L.A. We recorded, his team recorded his visual. So we actually didn't meet till the day the song released because I happened oh. to be in Florida. So we got together and we were it. like, let's just celebrate this release and like have coffee and meet in person. But we pulled off everything from like the visuals to the graphic to the actual recording of the song, like long distance. And wow. I mean, it's it's been like that for most, like even some art artists that I'm collaborating with in the near future. Um, <laughs> it's it's been remotely you know and it's possible it really is it's definitely a challenge but I think I I don't necessarily have this like prerequisite that who I work with has to have like has to be this like big artist or this or that I'm just like I want it to be a good vibe a good hang and I want us to be able to like be friends and and be professional and just like enjoy the process. I never want it to be like Mm -hmm. a thing where like, you're not as invested as me. So, you know, there's been times where like, I, I'll pitch something and it's, it isn't really like the other person's vibe or it doesn't go through or like whatever. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like it's never anything personal. And I'm just thankful that all the collaborations I've been able to do to this day, like even an Evan craft that he's like, he was literally in our wedding, like as a groomsman, like he is, Oh my so with my husband, he is an artist, a musician, a producer. And like he, yeah. my husband uh, toured with Evan Kraft for like five, wow. six years um, and produced and wrote with him for many years. So now we still kind of partner with him, but more like project-based and and with different oh things wow. we have going on. So it's really awesome. Like, I think that's what collaboration should be. I think, you know, I I always want to not just rise on my own but I want to rise with the people that I love and alongside of all the others that are kind of like hand in hand with me like that's what this industry should be it's not a competition but just like how can we like build bridges and collaborate and you know lift each other up and elevate each other's sound and um, artistry and stuff like that so it's really fun I love collaborating so you'll see more of that.
1: Oh, I hope so. I hope so, no, because a lot of the singles that I was listening to, there was collaborations with this person or that person or this group and I just love when people can bring their sounds and their words together. Um and it and it and it gels and it works really well. Um and you know, there's been a few more collaborations and as you were speaking, you might have thrown the word elevation around a little bit. Um but we haven't seen <laughs> you know where I'm going with this you know where I'm going um we happen to notice and hear about the fact that you um have partnered with Ele- Elevation Worship you know the Elevation Worship on some of their Spanish projects we would love to know how that came about and what was that like
0: yeah well same thing like Evan Craft, he he saw that there was like a need or just there were songs that ha- are great and he wanted to bring them into the like Spanish community so he yeah literally reached out to chris brown which is not like Chris brown run it but like chris brown from elevation um Yeah, yeah you know you need to make the distinction but um he responded and he was like sure great like and just sure enough he like brought like a group of friends like back then it was like my husband and a few others from like columbia and like trusted people um that can translate. And so I became a part of a little committee. We started translating. Eventually they flew us out. We went, we coached every sing, like worship leader to sing the song in Spanish wow. and enunciate everything. Well, Enunciated. yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, that's a big thing. And so I've been translating kind of like, uh, you know, more low key for a long time. So that was like the biggest, you know, collaboration I had had. Um, so it was a challenge, but in the best way, like, I feel like it just, you know, it, it, it really brought us into an environment that when you talk about excellence, it's like, they mm-hmm. are that, you know, and then to see the music do so well in Latin America, like to see, um, songs like do it again, Lo Otra Vez, like just blow up in Latin America and then to travel and, and be like in a church and they're singing these translations that we worked yes. on. And I'm like, wow, that's, that really was the point of the whole project, you know, for, um, to, just to get it in the hands of, you know Spanish speaking communities churches and create those resources so it's really awesome elevation is amazing
1: yeah no oh that's amazing and it was really important to us to have a Spanish speaking artist on this um series of the podcast we tried to do it uh, try and do like international um artists in every series and It was important for us to speak about Spanish. Well, from a personal point of view, um, and people on on the socials in the CHH community will know about this, but I've been learning Spanish for about a year and a half. Um, It was my lockdown skill that I picked up and just never dropped because, honestly, el español es un idioma hermoso, and I'm never (laughs) going to... I said I would try. I said I would try. Great. That was perfect. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I was really sí. nervous. I'm not even gonna lie to you. saying
0: no, that. Sí, but it's right. <laughs> es muy hermoso. Es lo que amo del español. Es que es un idioma que expresa expresa sí. la vida de una forma hermosa, diferente, poética. Es... Sí. Es hermoso poder componer en ambos idiomas porque amo el inglés, pero el español es muy especial. Y cantar y escribir en español.
1: Yeah, it's like the language exploded, like and emotioned and full of passion. And yeah, I'm absolutely loving learning the language. It's been amazing. It's been really hard because um, one thing you learn about <laughs> one thing you will learn about Brits is that we're not the best language learners. So it's very difficult for people in the UK to just pick up a language. So it's definitely been a daily um, thing for me. But that's one of the reasons it's why amazing. I was very much
0: thank you that's use my thing. music um, use my music to practice I was literally
1: about to say that um Juntos your your album that came out this year is honestly I can't I, I kid you not it's part of my language learning journey like I found you from um the song Juntos like literally the song Juntos from the album Juntos that I found it and I was like I don't know what she's saying, but I love this so much. And I literally would, like, watch it Um, I would listen to it and be like, juntos, together. Like, oh, my God. And, like, literally, li- little by little, I would translate, like, into mira, into mira. I would be like, oh, my gosh, like, this is what this means. As I would learn, I would realise that I was understanding. Um, Yeah, so that was just me having a little moment there because I love Spanish. But um, <laughs> I wanted to ask you, um. As someone who is bilingual, like you are very much fluent in English as well as Spanish. Wouldn't the more commercially viable option be to like fully put out music in Spanish? i um, sorry, in English. What is it that made you feel like this culture that is very much who I am as well as English is where I want to, you know, kind of drive? Like that's where I'm going to, you know, because I know you have songs that are in English as well, but a lot of your discography is in Spanish. And what is it that made you think this is the style that I'm going to choose?
0: Yeah, finding my sound has been a whole journey. And you can ask like, the people on my team, which are not a lot. My team is like my husband. Um, I have also a producer I work with in Florida. He did like my first single ever in 2017. My first EP, his name is Evan Eliason. He's incredible. Um, My friend Desiree Zapata, she is also like, the creative manager that's like behind like the brain's behind like the magic, you know bringing the music to life visually and the brand and all those things, and so I think it's just been like conversations of just trying to discover okay, what is the audience I'm trying to target, um what is the message I'm trying to send? am I trying to sell my music to like a more you know commercial um environment, or am I trying to pitch myself as a Christian artist, and I always felt like I had to choose um whether it's English or Spanish or worship or pop and like it was so hard because I I feel like I am like an equal expression of all of those things um but I think slowly but surely I've just kind of started like like narrowing it down and just mm-hmm. like kind of like until I've reached this point where I'm like when I released juntos specifically I was like that single for me to see the response that it had from the Latin community it was my first Spanish single in 2020. I had only mm-hmm. released English music for some reason. I was just like, mm-hmm. not really, I I was kind of like doing collabs in Spanish. But as in my personal catalog, I hadn't released anything mm-hmm. as an artist in Spanish. So I was like, you know, I think it's time and, and I just started doing that. And I saw such a great, like, turnout as far as like how people were excited that had been following me for a long time but asking me like when are you going to release music in spanish and when i did it's like this song got nominated for um this big award called premios arpa in like three categories and i'm like here i am i've been doing music for a few years and like this one (laughs) spanish song does Mm. that great and i'm like you know what like that to me it's just like you follow the wave where it leads you and once i Release that song it made sense like it clicked to me that like I need to be doing more Spanish music and not just because of you know the numbers or like the nominations or anything like that but it just felt like this is like the truest version of myself and I don't know why it took me so long to realize it but like me not recording music in Spanish and just in English like is like hindering an aspect of me a part of a huge part like I grew up in Puerto Rico for 17 years like that is like a huge like influence in my life the sound the style the even the slang like you said you know (laughs) usually the real word is mirada but like I'm also taking the liberties of like utilizing the slang and like the sayings and and you know even the enunciation of of what it was like to grow up in Puerto Rico and I don't know it's it's been really special to to summarize what a long story short of just like <laughs> the years and the journey of really trying to nail down and find my sound I feel like it's constantly evolving but I feel like we're we're in a really sweet spot right now and I'm really excited for the new music coming so
1: Oh, that's so exciting. And I do feel like even non-Spanish speakers are able to kind of, like, get with it. Because I was actually re-listening to the whole Juntos album today. And there are songs in Spanish, you know, forward is in Spanish, pause is in Spanish. um, Sorry, songs in English. In English, yeah. Pause is in English, forward is in English. So it's like, you know, you will still get part of the journey. And if anything, I know for me, like... When I was on my huge Spanish kick, which I'm still on, but I've definitely calmed down. Um, <laughs> I was getting everyone to listen to my whole entire Spanish playlist. And this was one of the, um, the albums and one of the songs that when I actually put like English speakers on, they were like, cause you know, it starts with that like baseline. They were like, Paula, what's this? What, like, <laughs> what is this? And I love that even, um, you know, the love of God and, and, and the creativity of music transcends language. And you are literally a living example of yeah. that. So thank you for bringing that to this audience, to wider audiences who never would have, you know, actively searched Spanish music themselves and are, you know, really enjoying it. Um, so that was just me gushing and saying
0: thank you. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. Thank you for like listening to my music. And that's so encouraging to hear that you like came across Juntos like that. like. You just found me like on Spotify. Like I always love hearing how people came across my music. <laughs> well,
1: so with She HH, we try and like find out audience, um, find out artists from all kinds of genres and spaces. We're a team of five. And so we all listen to different things. And so our page follows a lot of artists. And one of the artists they followed was you. And so I was kind of doing my like daily scroll of the page. And I was like, and I think you had like a, a reel or something from Juntos. And obviously you have that gorgeous yellow, like, you know, um, uh, cover Can't art suit. with the flower. Oh, oh yeah, and was,
0: the cover like, art.
1: Yeah, I was like, what is this? Um, I'm a big sucker for like gorgeous visuals. so I was like, whatever this is, I'm going to listen to it. And then I remember it being in Spanish and I was already learning Spanish then. So I was like, cool, this is going to be one artist I'll, you know, check out for real. So honestly, I think you don't even realize that outside of, okay, this is the audience I'm going for. People are really being blessed by the music. So keep doing mm, what God has put in it. your heart. Cause you're, you're doing it right. And we love to see it, honestly. Um, and no one's doing it like you as well. So you're paving your own way. So love that for you. And we have like so much more to talk about, but I'm getting really excited.
0: <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> so- literally so encouraging. Thank you so much. Like, and that's funny the thing of the visual, cause someone just told me that too. And, It's crazy because it's also a reminder that, like, not just the music has to be great, but I think your visuals also are a big part of, like... It's kind of like with movies, right? A lot of times I'll, I won't even read the description of the movie and, I'll, and I'm just scrolling through like Netflix and I'm like, ooh, I like this graphic. It looks interesting, yeah. like it's intriguing. True. But but that's really encouraging. Thank you so much for saying that. You're so
1: welcome. You're so welcome. And before we do move on from hunters because obviously that is like the most recent full project at the moment, but obviously, you know, hint, hints, you know, things are coming. We're very much excited. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, what can you tell us about the project and what would you like people who listen to it to leave um, thinking after listening to the album?
0: Yeah, well, you said it. Juntos means together, you know, and the album was born out of a really hard year. That was 2020 for, for all of us. And um, I think from from the darkest places or the places of, you know, unknown and uncertainty and just kind of like discovery, um in those moments we should lean into who god is and and who we are and what we're designed to do and just do it like just be brave to take a step and use your voice for good and so i think that's what this album was it was just like i want to use my voice i have something to say i have some things i've been living and learning and painfully growing in but like i want the expression of that to be something that brings hope to others so hopefully people just feel that togetherness of like I'm not alone. We're together. I can have, you know, a hope, a reason to dream again. I'm a big dreamer. So I always want my music to inspire people as well to dream and to walk out the purpose and the destiny of yeah. you know, of their lives too. Because I think that's that's the goal, right? For all of us to just be um lifting each other up, giving each other hope and reminded that we're not alone. So that's the yes. heart.
1: I love that. No, that's amazing. And that's exactly what I think I left, you know, first listen with the album. So hopefully that's what people get as well. Um, and still kind of touching on music and how you went to study music. You've obviously worked hard at your craft. It, you also give a lot back. And uh, we found that in November um, of 2011, 2011, 2021, so whenever people are listening to this, um, you actually ran your own masterclass song songwriting masterclass for like new writers or old writers who would like just advice and just uh, kind of insight into your creative process what is it that made you feel like yeah I'm ready to kind of give out all the stuff that I have kind of poured into my music and if you could also tell us a little bit about your creative process when you are coming up with a new concept
0: yeah I think giving to others and like helping others grow is something that I've always done like Um, I work at a church as a creative director with my husband and we um, a lot of what we do more than just leading worship on a midweek or a Sunday is like equip our teams and like help encourage them and provide resources and like literally use everything we have in our hands to build other people up. And that's a big, um, I think, goal and heart, like passion that my husband and I have. My husband did a masterclass um, like a year or so, or maybe months before my masterclass. And I think that that inspired me too, because I saw I saw how well it went and how he was able to encourage other people on their journey of production, because it was more of a producer thing. Um, yeah. And so I was like, I want to do this too. And I want to do more of it as well. Um, and also I was coming out of a time where I was actually doing a lot of like one-on-one voice lessons where I would do them like on FaceTime like during the pandemic I was doing that and I had a lot of students that just like in the matter of a few weeks would see results and their voices would change and just the ability of using correct technique and placement and all those things just like completely changed the game for them when it came to singing and using their voice. And it was so cool to see like the light in their eyes, like, wow, like I just Mm -hmm. did something with my voice that I've never done, or I just learned this. And I think that's a very rewarding and, and satisfying feeling that like, wow, I'm able to like teach and impart into others what, what I feel like I have, and others can do it and run with it. And it helps them. And then it's like a domino effect, because they can help other people in their environment as well. So um, but doing one on one, it was just like a lot, you know, so I was like, I kind of want to open it up and do like group like master classes. And so Mm -hmm. it was really special. And I think creativity is also like, I've been talking about how it's always a journey. It's never like a landing point. So one of my biggest things is like, the more you use the muscle, the more you strengthen it. Um, And if you use it or lose it, you know, but the more you're consistent, like, I think creativity is something that is cultivated. Is it something that happens overnight? And um, I take a lot of time to cultivate that. I think you need a live a little to to be able to say something you need to like observe to be able to absorb and you need to like be a good listener to then be a good communicator and um i think all of those things have taught me that creativity isn't just sitting there and being like i'm going to create something right now like that's not very yeah. um organic and sometimes people do that and they're like i have writer's block and it's like sometimes you just kind of need to look up and look around and kind of take in all of the things that Um, the beauty of life, and even the the hard things of life, like all of those things, give you something to to say, give you something to express. And from there, that's kind of the starting point to, to then be like, once you know what you're going to say, then you start finding, you know, ways to say it, what, what, what sounds are inspiring me? What songs do I love? And the vibe of this, I love how this makes me feel. How How can I replicate this in my track? So I'll listen to the song and we'll go in the studio and then we'll kind of start messing around with things. And And it's like, it's not a copy paste, but it's kind of like we are an expression of all of the things that inspire and influence us. So if we can like make that perfect mixture and take time to take all of that in, then I think we can express something original and unique and find our own voice and individuality in an industry that seems so saturated sometimes yes. I found I found that you can honestly create something that nobody has really ever like seen and it's different and it's refreshing and it's like your grain of salt that only you can bring to the table so that's a little bit about you know my creative journey I have a lot of recordings on my phone like voice <laughs> yeah. memos and I if I get an idea I don't just like Discard it. um That can turn into something. Sometimes it doesn't, but it's still a creative exercise. That, like, if I and I just start singing whatever, and I'm like, it could. Wait, seem did, just, you just, did you just come it. up with that? Did you just come up with? That? Yeah, like I like how how it is like that's how my brain works and it's kind of like sometimes I get overwhelmed because I'm like these are so many ideas but then it's like I think the discipline comes where not just recording the idea but taking time to sit with it and being like okay is there something mm-hmm. here maybe I can reshape this and rework this and maybe I just love you I want more of you and you just start singing different things mumbling different Sorry. words are you writing a song on this interview? <laughs> I'm, I'm overwhelmed. Oh, my this. God. Well, I'm, I'm a very, like, visual learner. And, like, I, I don't just want to talk about creativity. Like, I feel like I'm trying to, I'm, like, giving an example as I'm talking about <laughs> it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's not actually a song. Maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> <That> <laughs> Imagine, I'm like,
1: I hear this a year late. I'm like, wait. Where is this from?
0: Where is this from? It's kind of groovy, you know what? That's kind of catchy. Maybe I should record that idea. I'm like, if
1: you you need someone to click, I'm right here. I got you. I can record my clicks if you need
0: them. Bring the snaps. Bring the snaps. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, that's just kind of an example. It's like you have an idea, like record it, you know. And maybe it's not anything, but maybe it is. And so just Mm -hmm. take time to finish an idea. Don't just like drop it just because you're like, oh, this sucks. Like sometimes you need to write a lot of bad concepts and songs before you figure out like and you nail a great one and you're like ooh! but you just need to keep doing it and i think that's the key to creativity it's like just do it like and finish it and commit to the process of like those rough Mm. patches where you're like i don't know where to go it's like maybe step away come back collaborate you know that's huge in creativity that keeps you relevant and just fresh and um yeah that's that's my process that's
1: so good. That's so good. When you were speaking about um, you know, maybe stop, look up and look around, whatever you experienced, maybe the good, the bad, it reminded me of something that I um always um get reminded of. Like the the Lord always reminds me of no experience is wasted. So that's no bad experience is wasted, no good experience mm-hmm. is wasted, you never know when it's gonna come up if you're a writer, if you're a singer, if you're a producer, if you're, you know, a blogger, you never know why that experience happened. And it can actually turn into something so beautiful and so amazing. And so just to even hear you say that that's like some of the things that you can pull on in your creative process is really refreshing, because obviously, it's not always easy for creatives and for artists. Um, And even specifically with SheHH, we cater and we try and support um, female artists, just because we found in a lot of the spaces, even if there are they are there are women there, they're not necessarily the ones that are in the forefront or they're not necessarily the ones that people most know about or care about in general. Um but I would love if there's any way you can kind of share some encouragement or advice for a new artist who feels like, you know, like you um you know when you're younger, feels like I'm being called to this singing thing or I'm being called to this rapping thing, um, but doesn't really know what to do next or even where to start.
0: Yeah. I think just start like start where you can and start with what you have sometimes we try and wait for you know for us to have a certain kind of budget or a certain kind of scenario or we wait for inspiration to hit to then go for it but it's like doesn't work like that like and and a lot of times it's it's made to for us to believe it is because we see people are always like the people that are creating, it seems like they're always inspired or they're always just like popping songs out and like doing things. But like what people don't see is that a lot of major artists that are writing songs or putting out songs constantly have teams that are behind them, like helping them write songs, helping them, you know. And so when you start realizing all those things, you it could be kind of discouraging because you're like, oh, but I don't have a team or I don't have a budget or I don't. You know, I don't have all of those things. And I've literally like been in tears. Like, how am I going to, like, I have this dream in my heart. Like, how am I going to do it? I don't have a team. So you know what I started doing? I just started using what I had. And Mm -hmm. what I had was the songs that were in me and the ideas on my voice mammals of this world. And I I brought them to the studio and, and I worked with my husband and before I even knew my husband, I worked with another friend, my friend, Evan Eliason that, you know, now works with us. And it's like, you find other people that are kind of in the lane that you are, maybe they're just starting and they're not, so much interested in the transaction financially as much as they're interested in being a part of your journey there are those people um they're they're rare to come by but i i'm blessed to to have found those people that you know my my manager is my best friend and she's just someone that like has her job and she works for a record label and She does all her things. And she always says, like, when I work with Chris, it's like my labor of love. And she does it so well. But it's because she believes in me. And I believe in her. And I feel like together we just make a good team. And so everybody that's on the team is super talented. But it's like a team that slowly but surely started taking form. And I prayed for it. And I I believe that one day I would be surrounded by people not a a big team, but a small, but mighty team that I can yeah. trust and, and we can create art together. Um, my video guy, Francisco Gonzalez, he's a, a videographer here in California and he's incredible. And like, he's a friend of Abe's from many years ago and I connected with him and I was like, Hey, you want to help me shoot the juntos video? And he, sure enough he did. And he, he created like the whole like uh photo shoot with the sunflowers and all that. He, he captured all of that, you know? So like he's just a friend that has been, he's like, Hey, you know what? I, I want to bless you with a photo shoot, you know, on the house, like, you know, and that was literally what the photo shoot was, or we've done little photo shoots here in my backyard where we'll put up and it looks all fancy and people think, you know, <laughs> but you know, it looks expensive, but it's on a budget, you know, we're we're balling on yeah. a budget out here. And, on a budget. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, everything is out of pocket. Everything is an investment and and it's, it's hard, it's sacrificial, it, it costs something, but yeah. don't, don't allow the costs or the sacrifices that this journey requires to hinder you or overwhelm you from having the bravery and the courage to pursue what God has put on your heart. Because sometimes, it's not sometimes, all the time, small beginnings are what lead to the great changes. The small things really yeah. imp- are, are really important. Um, and so take time for the small things, take time to cultivate the things that God has placed on your heart and just step out and do it with what you have. Don't wait for it, go for it. And create the moment, you know, create the moment and and use what you have. And slowly but surely that, that territory will grow and you'll be able to step out and do more and surprise yourself and reach those dreams. But sometimes, you know, you can be living the dream and you don't know it. And, and sometimes, you know, you just need to take a stop and be like, you know, I'm blessed. I get to do what I love with the people I love. Yeah. And, and that's enough. Like you don't need fame or money or recognition or a platform, just use where you are now. And I think that's what that's where a lot of the greats started. And that's why they are where they are now. And people don't yeah. see that. But I think that's really important for us to be good stewards of what we have here and now. So yes,
1: good stewards of what we have. Oh, you had so many gems
0: there. I was trying
1: to like keep composure, but I just kept being like, yes, that's, that's really it. And I think it's encouraging to hear you say that, because you might be at a stage that people are praying to be at. And I know you have like Bigger dreams and pre- bigger parts of your journey that you're hoping to jump to, but just the fact that you have said, okay, this is what I did, this is where I, how I was building the team, this is what I was praying towards, and you're literally, you know, that mark that people are trying to get to. That's really encouraging to hear. So thank you for sharing that. um We really appreciate it. Um, and I know we're kind of getting towards the end of this interview, um, but here at CHH, we're really passionate about all elements of our lives as women so even outside of you know um artistry in the conventional sense of being a music artist we had some exciting news about well people watching and listening to this will realize it's christmas especially if you're watching this because chris literally has our christmas tree <laughs>
0: it's christmas
1: <laughs> i was about to say that. <laughs> i was literally about to say that um it's christmas i love it um that's so good i love a pun hilarious L- 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 so great
0: um but- my love language <laughs> right
1: i'm like if you can give me a good pun i'm yes. like you tried you really tried <laughs> So um speaking of Christmas um we hear that you were sprinkles the elf on the jolliest elf show um so do you want to tell us a little bit about what that is
0: and how did the opportunity come about Yes okay so there is an animated series called the jolliest elf and it's basically a kids show but i think christmas is for families you know and i think it's a really special unique concept the director of the show um Chad he reached out to uh, a friend of ours. He's a producer in Atlanta called Sam Ash. And he's also like a longtime friend um, of us and of Abe specifically, my husband. And so he was helping produce all the music, like the soundtrack for this uh, animated series. And they asked him if there was like a character that he knew that could kind of play sprinkles and she's you know a latin pop star and she's bilingual and all this and sam ash thought of of me and so he reached out to us and i mean that's a no-brainer i was like 100% yes have i ever done anything like this no but i'm all about trying new things and it was really really awesome like even one of the other artists on the on the show, his name is Teddy Oba, and he's a good friend of ours. And they asked us, like, do you know someone that has a voice like this? And he was on my album, too. Like, he was, was on one say, of the songs. Features on one of the songs, yeah. yeah so I love his yeah, oh, he has a beautiful, like, I always say, like, his head voice is just, like, so effortless and beautiful. Yes. And and so he literally, like, um, was someone with, that we were able to bring on the project. So it was just, like, a bunch of friends recommending word of mouth, and, like, we created this... Um, this series and it's basically like seven minute episodes a competition in the north pole where um each contestant including sprinkles um gets on the stage and performs and um it's we wrote originals for it but we also did like christmas covers and so the oh, nice. kids and the people like watching this show can actually go online and vote at the for their favorite contestant and then at the end like we'll find find out in real time like who won the competition you know and my parents keep asking me like so what do you win I'm like I literally win the best thing that I was able to do this like and sing at the North Pole and have yes. sensors all over my body and like do motion capture movements and like perform as a as a little cartoon like are you kidding that's like that's what I win like this experience has been such a a fun project to work on. So yeah, go watch it. It's on Kadoodle Prime Amazon Prime, Discovery Kids. Oh, nice. Um so yeah, it's it's really awesome. It's fun.
1: I mean, we were watching the behind the scenes that you posted on your Instagram where you had all the motion sensors and stuff. And I was like, this looks so cool. Oh my gosh. Like how many of us have dreamed to be a cartoon? Like this is like, you're living the dream. It's great. Um, oh,
0: no, yeah. And the you, album is on, on Spotify too and like all the digital oh. platforms. So it's also like a fun soundtrack to hear at home. And just like while we were decorating, <laughs> we were listening to it. So it's just all the Christmas here Please just give it to me. I love Christmas so much and I love animation. I love music. So it was cool to like combine all of that together.
1: Yeah. And I was even going to ask, like, because obviously creativity and art knows no bounds. Does this, is this kind of like a new, you know, stream or a new avenue for you? Could we potentially see you as an actress or as like involved in some other kind of art or creativity in a different way?
0: I think so. Yeah. It's always been something that I've low key dreamt of. I did musical theater growing up and, Um, I did some acting I took some acting classes I'm not like an expert but I would love to eventually do that like if I did ever get the chance to do it once and like be like on something like it would be awesome so I guess this maybe is like a step in that direction so hopefully let's see
1: cool that's so cool no we love to see it and there should be no limit on how we can express god's creativity in us and so i love that you're literally personifying that and we are here for it and um even as hannah and i hannah is um our communications coordinator even as we were planning for this interview she i was like she told me about this and i was like chris better get her bags get all her bags all of them I wanted to get all of them so it's really cool that you got to do this um and, and yeah it just inspires me to you know branch out in everything that I do as well so yeah thank yes. you for kind of sharing that story with us
0: <laughs> yes no I mean it's it's so fun I love encouraging you know if it encourages anyone to just like think outside of the box not like we're not just like designed and created for one sole thing sometimes there's like different expressions um of what you can do so it's fun to explore that
1: amazing amazing and we've come to kind of the final question of the interview I've honestly thoroughly enjoyed speaking to you you're great great vibes great vibes (laughs) so um this is kind of a she classic we like to end our interviews like this because we think it's really important as christians as women um but you have done a lot of great things and you will go on to do amazing things by god's grace um but we would love to know what would you what's one thing you would love your legacy to be that when it's your time to go that people will always say chris was like this
0: mm. you know more than for what i am able to do in life I would love my legacy to be how I made people feel like mm-hmm. how, how I was able to be kind and I want to have a family and I want my kids to be my legacy too. You know, I think of that all the time about the dream of continuing to allow everything I have um, not just music, but also just like my interactions with people on a day to day or You know, it could be something simple and sometimes it doesn't seem significant, but I think acts of kindness and caring for Mm -hmm. others and living your life like for something greater, not not for yourself, but just like being selfless in that way that like knowing that all of the things that we have aren't for us to keep in, it's it's to bless the world around us. And so I, I want that to be, you know, the legacy, I guess, like for other people to feel inspired and um loved and seen by the way that they felt when they were around me around my family like I want my home to represent that you know in every way and so hopefully you know that I mean I'm gonna grow old and all of those things but I don't know what what the journey will bring but I know that I I have power over my my choices and the way that I can treat others and decide to live my life with intention and, and I want that to be the legacy that ultimately points people back to Jesus. And they're like, wow, like, I want to live for something greater than just myself. You know, I, I think it just adds so much more purpose and life. And um, ultimately, my identity, my identity isn't what I do, but who I am, like, I am a child of God, you are a child of God. So you have a purpose to live mm-hmm. for. And that's more than just what you do, but it's it's who you are and you're destined to to do great things. So hopefully people feel that when they interact with me or have a chance to listen to my music and in any capacity, but I, I think that's what I want my legacy to be. <laughs> Shameless plug, I, uh, you can find me on Instagram as chris, C-R-Y-S dot Osorio. And I'm pretty active on Instagram. And then you can listen to all of my music on your favorite digital platform. Um, My artist name is Chris, C-R-Y-S, and lots of new music coming soon, so I'm excited for you guys to see it. And on YouTube as well, you can follow me, C-R-Y-S. I have tons of fun visuals, videos, and um, I hope you can enjoy all of the content. Hi,
1: guys. I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you did, make sure to leave a like rating wherever you're listening to this, and to follow us on Instagram at podcast.